My name is Matt Brown. Who's going to win it? The Celtics. Hope because not. there's no other reason why. The Celtics are the balls. And let's start the show. Taking me to see basketball or bare knuckle boxing. Everybody, the world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Friday, June seventeenth, two thousand and twenty-two. We have so much to get into regarding the NBA Finals, which has been so interesting and so much fun to watch. Uh, and we have other things to get into regarding what's going on with the finals in terms of ratings and the buzz about it, and if the Warriors can pull off can pull it off can the celtics win two more games and get their first championship in what since 2008 so 14 years lots to do lots to get into and we are going to enjoy every single second of it but before we do don't forget to like and subscribe to the productive conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and youtube and don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on productiveconversationspodcast.com and don't forget to check us out in the world of social media we're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdComoPod, and we're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So we're back for another episode as we inch closer to crowning a new champion in the NBA and as we complete a NBA season that was all over the place. We are here. Game six is tonight. The Golden State Warriors lead the Boston Celtics three games to two. And... Honestly, I think it could go either way. I mean, either the Celtics win on Boston's home court tonight, or are they, or is there going to be a huge Game 7 on Sunday night for the whole country to take in and watch? Seriously. Uh, we have the productive NBA crew with us. Bars the God Dem... Bars the God, Desmond Price, David Bach, and Alex Ranelio, and myself are all here to break down the action. We obviously will talk about what's been taking place in the finals so far, and then we will also talk about some other things like the ratings and how this has been a below-average NBA Finals ratings-wise. We react to Boston, the Boston fans showing their, or I should say, making their voice heard with, you know, the fuck Draymond Green chants and stuff and how that's played a factor into this game and how it play in a f- and how it will play into a factor for game six. We will also get into, you know, we will preview game six. We will talk about the legacies that are on the line. Uh, and we debate on other various topics regarding the NBA finals and the postseason as a whole. And this was a really fun show. I mean, we were just letting it out. We were making bets. We were making predictions. And, you know, who doesn't like to hear people before they lose money? So it's going to be a great show. You're going to enjoy every single second of it, I promise you. So let's get into it right away. The Productive NBA crew is here. Alex, Desmond, Bars, and David. It's your guys' turn once again. We are checking in on the NBA Finals, and we will bring to you a stellar productive conversation. So let's get to it. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. 
The NBA Finals have been topsy-turvy, to say the least. At first, you know, some of the games were like this postseason. Blowouts, uh, aggravating, you know, non-competitive. But then, as the series has gone on, we've had seen more competition go on. We've seen harder play. We've seen great comebacks. And as we are recording this, the NBA Finals are three games to two with a Golden State lead. Golden State leads the series three games to two against the Boston Celtics. And they're going to play on Friday night. And we'll see if they could ultimately win their their fourth championship in seven years. Or can the Boston Celtics with this a team that really revamped just getting a new coach and GM leads them to winning their first NBA final since 2008. So lots to do, lots to discover, lots to get, lots to get into. And not only with basketball, but we could debate on the buzz or no buzz, the very late tip offs. And if the NBA is doing what they can do, to be a top story in this country. But all in all, this has been a fun series to watch and a fun series to break down. So let's bring the NBA's productive crew back at it. Here we go, gentlemen. Desmond Price is here from Independent, a.k.a. Independent Thought. What's up, Desmond? I'm doing good, man. Uh, Desmond Price, host of the podcast, Independent Thought. Thanks for having me back on the show. Excited to talk about the finals with you and uh, let's make some bets. Yes, we do. And it's been a tough bet for me. It's been tough uh, betting. I'll explain to that what I mean. Excuse me. Alex Rinelli of The Artist is here. What's up, Alex? Good to be back. Happy to see all your beautiful faces. Um, Just enjoying the finals and can't wait to talk some hoops. Excellent. Fresh Faces, New Ideas hosts. David Bach is in the building. David, what's going on, dude? Uh, yeah, it's good to be back. I haven't streamed in, uh, in a while. I've, uh, my job has picked up, so I've been working 12 hour shifts and then, you know, my internet was crap for two weeks. Uh, but I'm back. I'm streaming Friday and then I think next week I'll be back. Uh, but I generally talk politics. Uh, at this point you can mostly find me on, uh, twitch.tv slash fresh faces, no ideas. You can find me on Twitter at faces ideas. Um, the tweeting, it, it varies. Uh, they're generally bangers. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should you should follow me. It's a good time. I I'm I, I like to think I'm pretty smart and I know what I'm talking about. We love it. We love it. And bars the god is here as always. CG Johnson, what's up, my friend? Yo yo yo, what's good, guys? Yo, did it die hey. already? Huh? <laughs> you're still here. You're still here. Shit, man. Yeah. What happened? No worry. You're still here. You're still here, Bach. Uh, bars. You were saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, Bach. Don't be don't be interrupting my intro like that. <laughs> Bro, my thing died like immediately after I stopped talking. <laughs> so yeah, you already know Bars the God. You can find me on IG at Insomniacs. You can find me on Twitter at Insomniacs, same tag, N-O-N-S-O-M-Y-A. And I I blacked out. And then you can find me on TikTok, No Sleep the God, N-O-S-L-33-P-G-A-W-D. I don't go heavy on TikTok, but I do got on there. Get some views. So, you know, let's get it. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. All right, gentlemen. So as I'm as we have been covering the NBA postseason all spring into this early part of the summer, we're at the finals. We're at a series 
where it is three games to two Golden State. Lots to be excited, lots to be excited for. So let me just ask you guys, how do you feel about the finals at first? Like I said, some games have been unwatchable and some games have been really intriguing. That's the consensus I feel. And it's more of a series than some people thought. And then some people also feel like this is what it, this is what it's meant to be and why it's so deep and late. Well, let me throw it to the floor. What do you guys think about the finals as a whole right now with Golden State leading after six games? Well, first of all, let me just jump right in real quick. I heard people talking about the views and like, you know, and all that shit. To be honest, I think people over-exaggerate. Like, they're mm-hmm. going to watch it and they're going to want to watch it. Like, especially after game five, madness. Like, they're going to want to watch it now. Um, I think uh, all of Boston's pretty happy about it. Golden State's pretty happy about it. You got those type of fans all over the place. Um, you got people that just want to watch good basketball. So, I mean, the view, the views aren't as high as they once were, but they still there, in my opinion. Um, they're playing great basketball. I think I would love to have seen Miami, but, you know, Boston's here. Uh, I don't know. These games have been real good. Besides game two, none of these games have been a blowout. Um, they they go they can they go either way they go either way. Golden State was leading game one, but I called that dub um, for the Boston Celtics. They came back crazy third quarter and even better fourth quarter um, to hold off the Warriors. The Warriors answered in a phenomenal game two. You know, dubbing them out or almost dubbing them out, but um, getting a pretty big uh, uh, point deficit in the win. Um, game three. Celtics answered right back. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was a very interesting game. Uh, Steph Curry scored points, didn't mean anything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, game four, pivotal. Great. Phenomenal game. Golden State needed that. Because if they were to go down, if they were to go down 3 1 with their backs against the wall, mm, I don't know if Wiggins and the rest of the boys can handle that pressure. But 2 2 was perfectly fine for them. I mean, 2-2 is perfectly fine for them. And then game five, phenomenal. Like I said before, Andrew Wiggins has to do double-double basketball. He has to play like he's a number one pick for these boys to win. Jordan Poole is hitting not the most shots, but he's hitting the most inspirational shots. Hold on. Can we run back the tape from the last time we all met? Because I'm pretty sure this guy said that either Andrew Wiggins or Jordan Poole had to step up in order for the Warriors to win. And somebody on the bottom right of the screen said I was crazy and that all they needed <laughs> was Steph, Clay, and Draymond, and they would be good to go. But Who I said that they haven't been good to go. Who said that? Me? You. Incorrect. <laughs> that is incorrect because I hate Draymond. Let's run that tape back. Wait, yeah, there's actually something to talk about for Draymond for the future that's like that's worth interesting. Um, look, these games are like, they're close. They're not like... They're not blowouts like when um the the KD uh, Warriors would play the LeBron teams. And other than that one where he dropped fifty, they were all like basically blowouts. Mm-hmm. Um, these like even when a team is up a dozen, it doesn't mean anything. Like they're they they've come back. Like Boston's weathered that third quarter storm multiple times. Ooh. Third quarter uh, Warriors. It's I mean look, part of the reason that this is 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 Draymond's like washed. Like he cannot shoot at all, and Clay is. Clay is not having a good series. And, well, and can we time out what you're saying right now? Because it, it's not that Draymond can't shoot. 
It's that he won't shoot. No, he I mean, won't. I saw he I can't. saw him pull at least two or three Ben Simmons moments in the last couple of games where he had a no, layup hold or a hold dunk on, hold on. and the dude passed the ball. He's not lying. He's not lying. He he can't shoot. He used to be able to shoot. He can't shoot. He has been able he to shoot. I'm not saying he's a great shooter. I'm never he won't even shoot. attempt. He won't even he attempt. Just, he just he helped him. Got too focused on podcasting after games. I mean – People have people say his name is like he's like a, a future Hall of Famer. I'm like, bro, you can't go to the Hall of Fame because you talk a lot. I mean, because he, he, he's out, a three time NBA champion with multiple. There's a lot. Yo, Robert Ory is a multiple time. Ro- yeah, you know, like, mm-hmm. NBA champion. I mean, so it, is Robert Steve Kerr. Was never the so is James Jones. I mean, hey, oh, hold, stop on, it. hold on, hold on, Steve <laughs> Kerr. Steve Kerr can shoot though. Robert Horry was a big time player. Like he, like Steve Kerr's about the league for a long time. If he's going to be inducted, he would have been already. We can, we can, we can walk and chew gum. <laughs> we can walk and chew gum at the same time. <sighs> we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Draymond is going to be a future Hall of Famer, but he, the reason his purpose on that role is not like a Robert Horry is because yeah. he's the glue guy, like personified. He's multiple defensive player. He's got all the he's he's literally he's literally a Swiss Army knife. He can do everything. He spaces the floor for that team. He gets separation for Clay and Steph to get their shots off. He's the best glue guy you could reason, ever imagine. He was more the reason hey. that that guy you, you could argue that that offense ran through him the first few years of of their their franchise run when Steph was playing out of his mind. I'm not saying Draymond Green's a bad player. That's not the point I'm trying to make here. I the point I'm trying to make that. here is that when you call someone a Hall of Famer, we base it off statistics. He's a, And yeah, I don't believe that Draymond Green will I mean, be in the Hall of Isn't that how we always separate who goes to the Hall of Fame and who doesn't? Statistics? He will not go to the Hall of Fame. Usually it's rings. He will not go to the Hall of Fame. It's not always It's a longitudinal award, though, too. Yeah, All right, so if, if it's usually rings, if it's usually rings, if it's usually rings, I'm going to just bust out some names real quick. I mean, Carl is Malone. Derek Fisher in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Carl Malone. Nobody should John be. John Stockton. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Okay, hold on. Hold on. These I are statistics. Going, there's a bunch it's of people statistics. That's rings. how people get into the it, Hall of Fame. It's a fame. combination it's of a whole bunch of different factors, but, like, rings is a big one, and and it is different. Like, you can compare him statistically. He might he might profile closer to, like, Robert Ory's um, type – but like he's oh, Kenny Smith should be in the league then because he got he's he's more lot. integral than that. Like then it's not the same. It's more um, integral. But no, the problem right, is but like, we don't like we don't like we don't measure intangibles when we th- talk about who gets the gold exactly. jacket. Well, exactly. yeah, what about Manu? Yeah. What yep. about Manu? The greatest Manu, six man to ever touch the court. First off, he's, yeah. he's the greatest. How is he relevant in that conversation? He has great huh. statistics. Yo, yeah, dude, Manu, he was Manu part of a great a ride as well, though. He deserves to be. No, that's true, but he, he also has the numbers it. to. But it's also the integrity of it. Like he and could have gone off as well. thirty a game in, in different teams, but he did. But well, Matt said yeah. about the presence of the player as well. Next to the statistics, like were they a game changer? Did they? Yes. Was, did they? You know. Adding to integrity of the game as well. Did right. they make solid plays? Were they clutch? When Draymond they Green added no integrity to the game. And let's, right let's, now, let's not pretend that and, and Draymond right Green is the person who, who added integrity to the game of basketball. My only point I was trying to make was that Draymond Green is a great player, but his stats don't back up what he does on the court. So like, I don't know if intangibles are enough to go to the Hall of Fame. There should be intangibles. Plus stats. I mean, when you look at the two defensive players of the year, yeah. he's essentially and then Desmond. The- Desmond, Dwight, do you think Dwight Howard's going to go to the, the the Hall of Fame? Most likely. How many years in a row did he have twelve and ten on average 
Are you are you asking me to look this up? Because I don't. Cause I don't Wait, know hold on. Offhand. Dwight Howard was like the best center between like Yo, four the years. end of Yao Ming and like the. Yo, so he center. was an offensive threat yeah, for most of years. Like Draymond's never been an offensive threat. He's never been an offensive. No, you've never no, thought of yourself not. as Draymond Let's, being an offensive threat. But that that's my that's my point though. The numbers don't tell the true accuracy of the impact his career had. Yeah, it's different for defensive guys. Okay, okay. You know what? That's All right, listen. And I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Alex that point right there because the intangibles saying that right now, Jalen Brown and Mark and um Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, when Draymond is on him, they're fucked. They're they're not hit. They're not. They're not. They're Jason not Tatum is not has has not had the greatest series. Jason Tatum is 19 for 62 for two point range. <laughs> Somebody said, "Don't call that man." Actually, shot that many twos. That's amazing. Listen. Listen. Well, I mean, it's over five Yo, games, so that's, no. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to talk shit because the Celtics shoot so many threes. It's he crazy. should be second team NBA at best. First team. The last thing. Ass. The last thing we got to remember on this too is that the 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 barometer is lowest of all the professional sports for the Hall of Fame standards when it comes to basketball. Oh yes, way lower it's, than baseball, way lower than football. Yo, yeah, 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 you only three, like you like comparison to Draymond Green. I think the best comparison is he's the 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 evolutionary Ben Wallace. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess and I always have a more fond memory of Ben Wallace, but that probably has something more to do with the announcement they had back in that Pistons that, arena. That has, it, that has more to do with that, that team than it was. That that announcer. Last time. He's like just, a machine. Let me ask this, too. Like, just bang the clock every time that he would make a basket. Would, would the Warriors have three rings if it, was, if it wasn't for Draymond? No. Does he make that much of a difference? Absolutely. Back when they were Absolutely. in their prime. Absolutely. He made he made a difference to get them to two finals. Mm-hmm. They would have won. They would have won that other one. The the Evan one that was suspended. They would have won that Durant. one with, with, without Draymond. Evan Durant. Honestly, it's won hard to say because that 2015 Durant. title. I mean, I don't know. Does the, do the Warriors win that at all if Kyrie no. and Kevin Love are there? LeBron was on one. Yeah. LeBron so this is actually something one. I was Le- thinking. Remember. Um, this this was a conversation I was thinking in my head. I was like, okay, when they went down two one, I was like, if they lose this series, what does it say about Steph's legacy? Because if if they win this, mm-hmm. he has four rings. Yeah. He's essentially in the tier with LeBron for this generation. He's he, so the conversation for their generation is the same as Kobe and Duncan. Age. Yeah, Kobe and Duncan, right. Is the previous, then it's LeBron and Curry. So they have this argument about who's the best player of their generation. If he loses this, if he loses this title, they have not won a single title either without Durant or playing a team that isn't devastated by injuries. That's not true. That's Excellent not, point. Yes, Excellent that's point. That's hundred percent true. Yeah, it is. That's not true because they won a ring without Durant already. Yeah, right, and they, yeah, that's Cavs, when they that were hurt. The first that Cavs one was team didn't have Kyrie Irving or Kevin Love. They were both injured in that finals in 2015. Okay. You got that. You got that. You got that. You got right. That. That's yeah, what that I was thinking. True. I mean, they're going to win this now. But like, if I'm, Ooh, you, you sure about this? Yeah, I think they're going <laughs> to yeah, take no, some I'm bets. Sure. Let's take some I bets. Had, yeah, we'll I definitely had, say that for the end. I want parlays. I want all of that. Let's do it first. Like, hold up, because I think at this point, the the thing that you learned from this series, and this was what I was thinking about. I'm actually kind of surprised about this. I'm surprised we haven't seen a little bit more Jonathan Kaminga and um and uh, uh what's what's the Moody because. Like, at the very least, Kaminga can do kind of what Draymond's doing, but a little bit more offensively. Yeah. Um, and he, he's more another athlete. athlete. And the biggest thing he's missing is athletes. Well, because Kurt doesn't trust his young guys. That's right, why. which I think is a mistake on his part. Like, during the during the regular season, they should have gotten more burn. And I think that's I, what we're going to see next I, year. I, I don't. I don't because the last, like, 
minute they were in, they were in, and they kind of just like. Yeah, but like they let Boston build their confidence. Like that's what happened with Tatum. Tatum's rookie year, he was playing big minutes in an Eastern Conference final. He wasn't ready for them, but they took that team to seven. Right. So like if you would if they had done this a little bit earlier, I mean maybe they weren't ready for how good this team was like like some of the breaks they got to get end up where they are and to, to potentially win this title. But like this is something they should think about. And they also have a trade chip. I don't know what go what what you do with, with James Wiseman, but like somebody's gonna trade for him. I think you shroud him in mystery and keep him on the bench so that you can kind of cloak his value. That's a great idea. Yeah. Because like he because yeah. he could be a piece because like Kevin Looney is is fine, he's a piece. right? Yeah, but but like if you actually have get to on play the court, but like, defensively he's slow. He can't. Like yeah, but yeah, you're not if, counting on him to be anything more than what he is. Like kind of like Capella in Atlanta. It's the same thing. Yeah. So I mean, if they had a, a bigger like if they had to actually played Phoenix, like you don't you would like to have a Wiseman instead of a like a Kevin. Looney. Like right. they, they, we should, have we should save the off season talk for the off season. Though. Well, this no? is yeah, way this off. Was part of the series as well. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I just felt it's weird for, especially for a coach like Steve Kerr to have yeah. not trusted them a little bit more, especially when like the biggest issue for Golden State is basically they're just like not athletic. Like the why, biggest thing you think Boston has is the better. Athletes. I think Kerr is just does not really sure what to do with this team in general because they're getting older. If, if we're looking at like what's actually happening on the court. Boston has stretches in these games where it looks like they're playing 2K on beginner mode. Yeah, like they, they literally through, are such a better team skill, like, eight, skill wise. You're surprised eight, if points. they miss. And they're eight, like, wait, three points in a row. Have we ever eight. seen a team this hot from three before? Like ever? I mean, when they put that that, that death lineup on the on the on the court with like uh, Smart, Tatum, Brown, White, and Horford. Like it is wild to watch all five of those dudes just make threes. Like they're just sitting there, like in a gym, just practicing. Yeah, but this is the this is the really the biggest problem that Boston has is the two or three of those guys in that lineup are streaky three point shooters, and part exactly. of it, and exactly. part of the thing of getting them there. Marcus like Smart, to be Mark, clear, like Boston got here with literally the best game Al Horford has ever played in his life against Milwaukee, and then the best game that I think it was, what was it, game one? He and, he and Marcus Smart and Derek White made 15 out of like 21 threes between the three of them. Well, White went for five for seven. Horford went six for eight. I didn't I didn't catch Smart's it's, Yeah, stats, it, was, it was something, yeah. it was like, like, then yeah, it was like, like they were like, sitting in the Derek YMCA White. just, just like you know, just chucking up like they were free the throws. Um, no, nah, it was wild. I was like, I don't know what you're watching. Derek White is what the Celtics need. I will say that. He's, he's he, like, like he's good for the Celtics, but he's not. He's not. He's not. It's like that's a problem for this team. So the fact that Jason Tatum is shooting under thirty percent from inside the paint, when half the time he's being guarded by like Steph Curry or um, what the fuck is his name, the Peyton kid, um, Gary Payton Jr. Or Jason Tatum is hey, getting too hard. What's his name? What's the on Gary Payton's name? His defense is solid. Yeah, I but like okay. he's so much bigger than them. Like he I should mean, be. Jason Tatum's better. getting caught up in the James Harden like behavior though. Like he's going to the rack and he's like looking for calls and then getting pissed off when he's not getting dude, them versus trying dude. to actually finish. He through that. Down through that. He's building huh? houses with the bricks that he's doing. Oh my! I mean, God. he's driving to the lane a lot, but like he's not getting the calls and he's getting pissed off and he's like, he's like put on more weight, yelling at the refs, and it's just like you need to just get like Jimmy Butler. And look, them dropping game five is a problem. Like you're never gonna get a game where Steph Bro, misses every. Steph misses yeah, nine, only sixteen nine, points. That's the game five. I, let me tell you something but, right now, and I got a bet on this. Steph I'm comes ready. out, hits his first three, tri- first three threes. I got ten dollars on. I'll Who's take that. Up? Goes right. three for three. <laughs> to start the game. 
here, here, here's the thing about Game Five, though. When I when I was watching it last night with um a couple nights ago, and out. It's very simple to say, like, oh, they dodged a bullet because uh, Steph went 0 for 9, but they also had 18 to 6 on turnovers. Like, you can't have that. They've been mm-hmm. so sloppy with the ball the whole series. Like, if they, like, they should be so lucky going back to um, uh, Boston for Game Six that they do have, um, that they had uh, a slump shooting night from Steph, but they got to clean it up with the. With the I've, with the, I've the, never the, seen such a big team get out rebounded. Well, look, that's this is the best form of Wiggins. This is it. Really is like he's, he's been the he's been the most consistent player. If, if you want to dying like, in Minnesota, if, let, let's be clear about this. If this was a LeBron team and Wiggins was playing this way on a LeBron team, Skip Bayless would give him the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Live by three, die by the three. You know, speaking of that though, who do you guys think is the MVP of this series right now? Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Between, wait, it's wait. I, I got a scenario for you. <laughs> I got a scenario for you. Game game six. They win game six. Wiggins goes for fifty and twenty. Is he the MVP? Fifty and twenty. Absolutely. (laughs) At that point, boy, I was. I'm making a bet on that one. Bro, listen. I don't know. Maybe if the fans were actually taking the votes, but you know how the media does things. They're going to give it to the marquee player. You know how these things work. I mean, what do you mean they gave it to? I if they did it at in Boston too, that was one time, bro. Like, bro that <laughs> was that was one too many. That was one, one time. Too many. Every other one NBA Finals many. MVP is somebody you know. One, yeah, too with the exception many. of if for the hardcore for the casual fan, Iggy. But you're right, you're right. So if if uh, just Steph has an above average game, say he goes forty two and five game, rebounds, and then Three like four, eleven no, assists. If Curry gets his third 40-point game of the series, it's a lock. I also he, think Curry has never actually won the MVP win, either. Curry right. hasn't I've won never, the finals never, MVP. Never. No. Not at all. KD won the he other got two. snubbed by Iggy, and then KD won the other two. Yeah, so they would just give it to him just, just to have... You know, notch on your bed on your bed. Well, I mean, I mean, it wouldn't be a notch. Nah, he got two forty-point games. Yeah, yeah. No, he's earned it. I'm just saying, like, if we are gonna play that, you know, just whoever's the most popular player, then it's then it's it's Steph. But like, he's actually earned it. Like he's Mm -hmm. like I'm 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 clearly memeing when I say that like Wiggins Wiggins would deserve it for like if they won otherwise. But like he has to go fifty for twenty-one. Like you said, Steph is Steph is gonna win Finals MVP if they win. And Wiggins is their second best player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. Clay's been playing like poop. Clay's yeah, I'm not Clay sure. And I don't think, up. and I don't think uh, Steph is healthy either. Yeah, with that uh, ankle injury, or is Clay's ankle definitely or not healthy either. I mean, or maybe this is just the new Clay. Maybe he'll never be back to his old. No, no, he's never coming back. You cannot come back after, especially not after one year. I mean, to be fair though, he's still putting up 20 points in a lot of these games. I mean, like given what he went through, that it's amazing that he came back to do this. What was the point total from last game? Cause twenty five, I think, right? I think had? he had twenty. I think that was his breakout game, or was that game five that he's twenty five? Listen, he's still been scoring. He's had a lot of bad shooting nights, but he's still been scoring. And the thing about it is, he just came back from the injury. You know, he hasn't got as many reps as he would like to, but they've gotten as far. I'm pretty sure there's a bit of pressure. He's feeling pressure on himself. Like I say, Steph. I mean, Clay's gonna come back in killer mode. Next year, like I don't think NBA has like. Wait, that's that's another thing. What if we get a class? What if we get a clay game where he goes for like thirty-seven and a quarter again? Where he goes for fifteen and a quarter? He still won't get Finals MVP. 
You still won't get fired. <laughs> what, what, what do you think if we get like a nostalgic game six clay game? Do you, oh, game six clay? <laughs> Yo, we get that. A, you gotta have a bounce back. I'm Listen, sorry. By the way, Clay had 21. He's going to win game yeah. six. Listen. I think they're going to win game six. Listen. This is madness. I can. <laughs> no, no, this is madness. We're sitting here acting like we're not talking about the Splash Brothers. They could easily both just start hitting all their threes. Hey, and then bro, Jordan listen, 2018 was a long time court. ago. Times have changed. He could just keep hitting buzzer beating shots. That's, yeah, is that's he had two half court buzzer beaters so far. About Jordan Poole, right? In this yeah. series, in this series, that and right after so he's crazy. hit those buzzer beaters, <laughs> and I, right after he hit those buzzer beaters, it, it's changed the game. I think it was Game Four and Five, maybe. I got to look it up. But it was Game Three. It was Game. Oh, they lost Game Three. I think it was actually no, no, it was game, two. Two. Game, two game, game Two. Game Two and Game Five. Because that was it. Like, like as soon as the game came back, games. they were up like thirty, and I'm like, I'm going to bed. Dude, <laughs> he hits the three, and it just sparks the crowd. And then I'm watching it. Which Game Four? I saw the daggers that Steph was putting up, crazy to to just like demoralize the defense. So wait, like, I have a question now. This is, this is interesting because he's been relatively up and down. Dallas calls Golden State and says, "We'll give you Jalen Brunson straight up for Jordan Poole." Who says no? I, I says say no. no. I definitely say no. I, I want to go no. to the Knicks with his dad as a, one of the new assistants. For what the do you think, Alex? Uh, I would keep. I would hold on to Poole because he's your, he's your extension. He's your stepping stone into the next uh, franchise. When Steph starts getting old in the bones, because you know Steph is going to stay a warrior for the rest of his career. So is Clay, most likely. I don't see them leaving. I see them two going down as lifetime warriors. Um, you're going to need somebody who can do what they can do. He, he I don't can know. Do I, they- I love the fact that he's a slasher and yeah. he shoots over yeah. 90% free throw. I mean, yeah, like, that's he's great. the best that's, free throw shooter on the I mean, the free throw shooting isn't going to get worse over time. He's not LeBron. So, I mean, well, like, Westbrook was like everyone else. He was like a 90. Well, isn't Steph having like a, a bad free throw shooting series for him? If you mean bad by, he went from 91% to 85%. First off, how bad is, like, I, I've only anecdotally, I haven't looked at the numbers. Like, isn't Boston shooting like garbage from the free throw line? I what? Yeah. Oh, like one for six at one point abysmal. yesterday. They missed like 11. Like, abysmal. A, yeah, game five. 11? They missed like 14. Yeah. Hold on. At one point, it was like they were 14 of 25 or something Bro, like that. These dudes wouldn't miss a free throw in game in game three. Wouldn't miss nothing. Wouldn't yeah, when your three-point shooting percentage is higher than your free-throw shooting percentage. Game, oh, can we talk about three-point shooting percentage? Do you know what Steph's shooting? Like, like before, game, before game five, you know what his three-point percentage was? It was 49%. Who? Steph. He was shooting 49% from threes oh, before game five. Thank you for reminding now, me, Bach. Now he's down to 43%. Like, what is this fucking Thank nuts? you for reminding me, Bach. <laughs> I actually took a picture of a very interesting Steph Curry stat. Um, <laughs> in the 2022 NBA Finals, Steph Curry has 137 points. This, this is pre-game um, five. 100 and, uh, 137 points. 50% field goal range from the field goal. But with the rest of the team, 176, 39% field goal percentage. I mean, he is the... He is I mean, the we didn't really and that's why the numbers went up in the Vegas. The, the rest of the Warriors have been playing have, like trash. Yeah, so I mean, what, he, so that's, like that's the really biggest issue. Like, he's at the time that's the, the, whole like, the playoffs. only person that's who can, the whole playoffs. Who can dribble. Yeah, right now in Vegas, their odds of his point numbers are plus 35. So 
He even though the, the, as soon as they changed that, he only scored sixteen uh, in Game Five. But hey, <laughs> and one, final thought, one final thought on the MVP voting. I don't know if it was Desmond who said it or Bach, um, but I think what happens is like the media falls in love with Steph because he's a kind of the poster child of this Warriors team. But I think Wiggins really, especially if he has a great Game Six and they close this thing out, I think he has to be the MVP. Yeah. He's been the most Dude. consistent, best player in the series. Dude. In the yeah. last two games, in the last two games combined, 40 points, 20 rebounds, 20 look, plus we, rebounds. Look, we need – look, first off, Andrew Wiggins has, has never had this many rebounds back-to-back. Um, this is only the second double-double back-to-back in his career. Um, but he's had a lot it. of double-doubles this playoff, like this whole yeah, playoff. Yeah, but like he's had a Steph lot. is the, the – like we, the, the only way we're having this like as a serious conversation is if he basically has like a game six where Giannis closed it out. Like we're looking at like a like a fifty point game, and that's assuming Steph like double. breaks his ankle halfway through the game. He needs a triple double. I'll take a, I'll I, take I a thirty point triple has, double. I, I disagree. I think he just needs to have a have a better game than Steph. That's it. I mean, Steph still had two forty point games. Yeah, I mean, he has eighty down. points. I, I understand points. But but here's but here's the thing: when when Clay and Steph command all the defense, it's natural that he's going to have breakaway moments where he's wide open. But he was yeah, but he's he also shooting like really well was, in the paint. He was he over six. He's shooting twenty five percent from three point range. Like he's making his money where he's supposed to be. Like it's not like, but a lot of like Mid-range he wouldn't at the paint. And I'm doing. I'm also thankful for that because I mean, honestly, I don't know about y'all, but watching the three point contest has been get gets a little boring after a while. So yeah, it's nice it to actually does. see some people actually get into the paint and actually I don't know. Well, do something I, different I assume besides Boston just shoot was jump better. Shots. If, and, then, and then look the at paint. this. Look at this. Do I don't know. The, I don't know the the stats for him guarding Jason Tatum. So he's guarding Jason Tatum. Well, Jason Tatum just shoot the twenty nine percent from two point range. That you can't be doing that. He's been terrible. You know, I I made a parlay every game in these finals, and there have been now two instances where his over under. I think it was. For game four, it was 25. He scored fucking 23, and I would have won the parlay if he just had three more points. And then in game five, I think it must have been like 20. Oh, no, it's also 25, and again, only scored 23. So Jason Tatum has been responsible. If he, For me, I could have won at least $300 if he just scored three more points in those two games in particular. So I'm just, six, I'm just six salty. reason. Was that game two? Yeah, the one game I didn't make a bet in. So <laughs> it's he's been a killing me, but um, you know, those are my problems to deal with. But with I mean look, wager, we're, but yeah. well, we're gonna see game I six. Is boss is gonna come out and they're gonna try to punch <laughs> him in the mouth. Uh, what happened? They're, they're I'm, I'm ready to take bets on game six, but you know, I'll, I'm I'll doing wait this now. What's good? <laughs> yes. Four years, I have a six. specific session for that. Yeah, might as well at this point. Um, one question I do have to ask you guys, how do you feel about the officials in this game? Do you feel the refs have been making any much of a difference? Do you feel that um, we've seen instances of players getting pushed to the ground, no fouls, charges not getting called? Um, I think there was even one point where someone was stepping on the line, not called. Do we think the refs are playing into this at all? Or are we just, uh, again, being salty fans, trying to think of an excuse, whether you're losing out on a wager or you just want to see the competition? They play the ball. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean this really just ball. comes down to the game the game two call, right? Like yeah. the, 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 the Draymond call. 
Right. Like that's that's what this I feel like it comes down to. I, I feel like most of what I've watched is is generally just, you know, finals basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, I and maybe say, so all about letting them play. I mean, if, like I, I've been watching almost every one of these series um, throughout the entire playoffs. I've had a, complaints about the refs a lot over the course of the NBA playoffs this year. I don't have any complaints about this series. I yeah. mean, I've been watching okay. and like, I'm not seeing like, they're not letting too much go. And they're also not calling too much ticky tack stuff. It, it yeah. feels like this is one of those rare moments where like, I got no criticisms. Like, I mean, when I was watching mm-hmm. uh, like that Phoenix Dallas series, <laughs> I felt like that was, that was, that felt wild to me. I felt like they you were just Tim Donahue do whatever he wanted. Him. And they were just like, anytime that you would like touch Luca, like on this, <laughs> like on the arm, they were like, that's a foul. And so like, that was unbearable, but like, this has been fine. Well, not okay. to pre- not to really prematurely segue the conversation, but we, when we talk about the ratings for this series, why they've been slightly kind of down, I you know it's kind of ironic because the the call, the officiating has been phenomenal in my opinion. Besides that game two call with Draymond, um, and no one's kind of here to watch it if you think about it. But I think, mm-hmm. um, but I think a, a big problem too is. If you just look at the caliber of the players, the personalities in the series, Draymond's the only really boisterous standout player that really like attend, you know, grabs attention and ratings, you know, to the average person. Aside from like the hardcore fans like us, like there's no LeBron, no K- KD, no Kyrie, no Luca, no Kawhi, no Giannis, yada yada. So yeah, half kind of hard. Well, it's hard when the relationships aren't polarizing between the teams or the players at the very least. So I think that's partially why the ratings have been a little subdued. Yeah, because I mean, they, there's not like like Jason Tatum's a superstar because like like he I mean he is, but he's like like a casual superstar, mm-hmm. like kind oh, of in the no way that like star. like if Jokic is in the in a finals, it's the pull because he's going to do something crazy like that we would understand like he would, he's going to make a pass that nobody's going to see, but he doesn't like like he's not a he's not a personality like Jason Tatum's fucking commercials are are, are hot ruffles. Like nobody gives a shit about him. Like like Steph is is like the he they they need that that the rub, and right. like that's why he didn't actually you know, grind. Like even he, when they had like when they played Toronto, that was like that was something because it was like Kawhi came back. Like this is Kawhi shot at Golden State because they they fucked him up a couple of years ago, and when they who was going to win that uh title anyway. And and the speculation that entire playoffs was is this Katie's last run with Golden State. So people were like, oh, is this the end of an era, you know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of times, I mean, there's two things going on here. I mean, sometimes ratings are correlated to storylines exactly. and how the media spins storylines. And we're just not seeing a great amount of storylines. There's also at play that, you know, ESPN, which is like the highest driver of, of all sports storylines, they got a lot of other things going on right now that they typically don't have to talk about. I mean, they're spending a lot of time covering what's happening with like the new like PGA tour. They're spending a lot of time talking about that. They cover hockey oh, that's, now. That's important. Well, th- I mean, I don't think it's important, but a lot of people are talking about it. <laughs> Me, well, it's not important for the sports fine. world. It's more important for the like the politics side because right, the- but it's getting a lot of coverage. Is what I'm saying, so it's like mm-hmm. it's taking away from traditional like NBA. Yeah, and honestly, coverage. who gives a shit about golf? And the NHL is getting a lot more coverage than, than it normally would shit. with them now having that, like a uh, that spot, that connection. Oh, man. I don't care. Truthfully yeah, speaking, you, you, me and, you and me and Bach are going to have our own separate golf episode one of these days. But well, another thing I that I need golf. to be pointed out here about, about the ratings. Is no, no, the no, no, that, like, no. You'll love it, Bach. You'll love what I'm preparing for. Don't worry. It's it. It's. Uh, I'm sorry. Continue your, your point, Desmond. Sorry. Yeah. So what I was trying to say is like, as time goes on, ratings are going to keep going down for everything. I mean, more and more people oh, yeah, are getting yeah. rid of cable. So, I mean, like as that continues, 
the ratings for everything will go down. I mean, the NBA needs to stop messing around and just put more of its products on these digital places where people will go and watch. Put your stuff on YouTube. Such an arm and a leg and for it. Like, put it on Netflix. Like, I mean, like, just figure it out. Figure it out. And, you know, like, like, look, I do think this is also like if you're a sportscaster and your job is to drive clicks to your your views, you need to have a spicy take. And the fact that like the 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 conversation coming into this isn't like maybe it's because I don't watch first take or all this stuff. And I, I generally listen to mostly like the ringer for for when I'm talking basketball. Like, I don't feel enough people coming into this. We're talking about where does Steph rank above LeBron? Like, yeah, I think if they were having this oh, conversation yeah. like every single day leading up to this, and especially as they're closer to this, I think that would have driven more eyeballs to it because, well, you know, it, one of the problems with that is like the, the same reason why we haven't had that conversation because no one really feels it. Right. I feel it. I, when he wins this, I think that's a real conversation. Most people aren't it's feeling that though. They're thinking of it as Katie versus LeBron. Unfortunately, I'm not thinking that way. I think Katie's, not not washed, but I just think that without a supporting cast, he's leaving. Without a supporting cast, exactly. KD not is nothing. not on the same level as LeBron, LeBron James. LeBron can literally, LeBron can literally take a supporting cast to the finals. Like this is LeBron like, hasn't been in the playoffs two of the last three years. But LeBron used to run the playoffs for nine. Well, the, hey, are you not, talking about? I mean, obviously, LeBron's a little bit older than KD. Let's see what KD's doing three years from now. I mean, this exactly. year he got swept out of the LeBron's first a little bit older than Steph too. They also play different positions. I, I hate the better player talk. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. Like there is, I mean, there is a history the body of, of the smaller career. guards not being able to hold up as well or be as effective later in the playoffs. Right, right. Like generally, the like the greatest smaller successful guards generally come from like the earliest eras of the NBA. Yeah. They were a slash. Um, they were more slash heavy. Like, well, no, it, it didn't then. require the same level of skill. And, and then, you know, then it became all centers and now it's like shifted to the wing. So it's like, they don't really have at least yeah. like basically since the seventies, there's not like really a smaller guard who is like maybe Isaiah. It, Iverson. Like, yeah, Tony but they Parker. didn't win. No, and, no, and to be fair, like, but like, he's the Tony only. Like, how big was Robeson? I was just talking Chris about Paul, durability. I was talking about durability, but yeah, right, right. But I'm talking about like, like a, like a smaller guy who is dominated in uh, on this to like led a team to multiple, like right. finals with, as as the stature. So I think sure. that is a is a point right. in Steph's. Is six four smaller? Because I guess Dwayne Wade falls in that category, right? He's he was a, always, he's a guard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dwayne Wade. Literally well, I just didn't know if six four was considered small enough. He's not even to, on the like the larger the size of that too. Dwayne but Wade's like, six six. He's six. Four. Uh, he's six four. He's, he's six, six four. four. He's six four. Holy shit. He's six four. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, in terms of the the ratings though, and I think also some factors to measure in. A former favorite player. I got to know that. One, you have the late the late tip offs, eight thirty and nine o'clock on a weekday and you know we were debating about this before we started recording it is convenient for people who live on the west coast like it desmond but for the four of us who live on the east coast though um i think it's a pain in the ass and then the inconsistent game uh the inconsistent time in between games you know three days as much as three days in between games some people forget it is a busy time it's warmer people want to go out and you know 
I can only speak for like what's going on in the New York area. They have other sports. The Rangers made a deep playoff run that ended. Both their baseball teams are the best team in the AL and NL. That's a factor. But again, I, all you can only test what's going on in the New York area. Uh, I mean, there's just other things going on too. And as you all were mentioning, if you don't have that compelling draw that story and what well, it was best exemplified in the Steph and LeBron matchups, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough thing to follow. And then also just the politics that are going on in the NBA. Some people aren't uh, exactly attuned to or agree and it's, it's just a big mess and stuff, but I don't know. And then, you know, maybe people just don't want, you know, don't care for another Boston championship, which you could be on the brink of as Hell well. No. It's, it's, it's all it's, these things. And it's very frustrating. Like oh. Derek White is my favorite player in the series, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's a, that's a major factor too. You know, oh, I'm so friends with Boston friends with fans. They're all annoying. I mean, in, uh, and, Matt, uh, you know who I, I live with in college. Like they punched holes in the ceiling when the, when the, the, um, when the Patriots won, yeah, this this dude has Boston fans just go away for a long they, time. They they body checked a, a yeah. One of his old roommates had an Aaron Hernandez jersey and wore that proud. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's how fucking crazy these people are. They were they're wild. But it was, it was I think it's just this is all that. But you know, looking at it. The ratings have gone up, you know, it just reported they had as much as 13 million in game five, which is great in these types of times. But um, they game one and two and three were some of the lowest rated games ever. But again, it started to pick up for whatever reason. And, um, you know, maybe again, another Friday night game, maybe that's going to help. And if shit goes down, uh, do you think if this goes to seven on a Sunday night, it will be a major, major story to watch. Maybe yeah. they'll get 16, yeah. 17 million. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Think. I think so. Look, I think part of it also was kind of the sense of coming into this series was like, this isn't going to be close. I, yeah. I think that certainly had an impact, especially in game one. Like coming into game one, everyone was kind of under the impression. Okay, even if it's close, Golden State's going to win. And then they're going to blow the doors off of them in one of these other games. And then, like, maybe Boston will get one in Boston. Like, as the series became, like, more obviously tightened, at least in the game was, like, the scores of... I, don't, I haven't looked at the scores because there was... I know there have been a couple years where, like, they're within, like, points of each other. And I don't think that's, this is one of those years. Um, yeah, the 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 the, the uh, was, biggest margin has been the lowest was ten points, but um yeah, but like sometimes I don't even count that because like if, yeah. if the game is in like yeah. within six and then you know you start fouling and you miss some, you know that kind of that pumps it up a little bit when it is a little closer than that. But I think a lot of it is people didn't expect this to be a close series, and then the timing like. I don't understand. It's an hour. You put it, if it's the East Coast time, you start at eight. If it's the West Coast time, yeah. you start at nine. That's how they yeah. always have done these games. They've always yeah. done it that way. People and, are moving and, west. Just get with it. No, That's no, why you don't boy, don't boy, don't bet point spreads in basketball. But, 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 because but, here's, of that. but here's the thing. The, the, the the target demo has always been um, for the viewership's always been on the East Coast predominantly, and there's yeah. always, there, there was already rumors reported in the collective bargaining agreement of of the last term that they just signed that they were trying to move the timetables up to seven thirty and ten o'clock tip offs for Tuesdays and Thursdays and Monday, Wednesday, Friday with Turner Sports and ESPN. So it's already been in the works. I know that is an issue, especially with the ratings with the with the finals for this year. Um, 
I think some of it too is just like kind of what you guys already mentioned is like, you know, like year after year, you're going to lose a little bit in depreciating value because of um, people moving away from streaming and cable. Um, I don't know how it records those numbers with, uh, with streaming, but um, I just think there's not enough parity in this particular finals. But I think that as the last two games come around, if we're, you know, expecting a game seven, I think it's going to ramp up. Yeah, and you hope my final, so. My final thoughts on this is, um, you know, I, I think that the NBA just also is kind of lackluster with their marketing. You know, you compare how they market their championship to how, the NFL markets their championship. I know that these are two different sports. They're not the same thing, you know, one game a week, ver- you know, versus seven game series, blah, 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 blah. But even with that being said, the NFL puts a lot more work into their marketing. They put a lot more effort into hyping up a matchup. I mean, if you went into this past Super Bowl, Rams, Bengals, I mean, yeah, casual uh-huh. fans don't care about the Bengals, but NFL was able to sell their product. They're like, let me tell you about who NFL's Joe Burrow King. is. Let me tell you about how good this team is. <laughs> listen, you know, well, I think that's listen. a better comparison. Right. I feel like the NBA doesn't do a good enough job telling us how good the Boston Celtics are. Listen, no one so went into this he, thinking that they were good. He's right. Except some except some some computer. Except some computer. Yeah, that was the computer was the only one that thought Boston <laughs> was gonna do this. I think <laughs> also like wanna... go ahead, Bach. Well, I think I think, you know, while we're talking about this, I think. Um, I think the better way to like get a bit of good idea, like comparing comparing it to the Super Bowl is is one thing. I think a better I think would be to kind of compare it to like the Stanley Cup or like the World Series, some other seven game tournament where it's like it's different. Like if you have the one shot, like like uh the March Madness tournament always has like massive viewers because it's it's actually win or go home. Like right. when it's it's the elimination game, it tends to be a little bit more hyped. Um, now, so I think bad. to really it's get a bad. better idea of of how bad this is, I think it should kind of be compared to Listen. the Stanley Cup. But I don't even know is is because I don't pay attention to any hockey. Is the Stanley Cup currently happening, or we it's, it's around starting, it, start, it starts tomorrow tomorrow, uh, tomorrow yeah. from this recording Wednesday? I would I would I would I would rather watch seventeen games of my favorite team than watch eighty two games of my favorite team. Because, like you said, comparison. it's the way the markets. It's the way the markets are worked. It's how but that's not a fair comparison. That's not a fair comparison because it's like fewer dollars chasing um, x amount of um, more more um, more commodities in the market. It's the same thing, vice versa. There's going to be more weight on each individual game with NFL. I think what Box said is more apt because it's more uh, fair to compare the NBA to like hockey or baseball, where you know it's a evenly. D- spread distribution across seven games. I mean, how many and games also in hockey, baseball hockey really isn't a fair comparison either because doesn't Americans baseball, don't give a shit. It's a But doesn't doesn't uh, baseball have like 180 games or something like that? or like Right, but that's why I said you compare the World it to series. the World Series. Like, you'd have to compare it to another seven-game thing. I think baseball is probably a more apt thing than um, yeah. than the Stanley Cup. But, like, it's, it's weird because, like, baseball is kind of only up against, like, the beginning of football. Like this has always been my problem with with the the NFL and hockey is they're playing their fucking playoffs at the same time. Yeah, there's like, another. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Like, I hate like no other sport deals with this. Yeah, that's true. Um, but but baseball plays like half the year. What do yeah, you? Yeah, but nobody do? cares. Like, like literally 180. But if you're playing the play, it's a different thing when you're doing the playoffs. All the leagues like, play half the year. Right. Yeah. Like if you um if you if they could figure out how to 
to disconnect them, they would probably have a larger viewership because it does, it's right. the only thing. Like I remember like in college, my friends, my roommates were, were big hockey fans. So we ended up watching hockey games instead of watching the, the NFL or instead of no, watching. I, I work in a bar. Like, I, work, I work in a bar and we show sports events. And at the same time that there is basketball going on, there's a freaking Rangers game or like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, and like that doesn't, they're getting that drunk. seems they to me, want to watch the like, Rangers game. like, like such a big marketing failure on both of these sports as part. Like you maybe Americans cool? would give a shit a little bit about more about the hockey. Last 80 years. They've been doing like, it. why couldn't you shift the hockey season to like that dead zone in between, like the, the finals in between, like I've when March madness happens and the NBA playoffs start where yeah, nobody like cares at all. Soccer oh yeah. Like in March, like February, March, if they somehow started their season, like right after no, the actually, game. I think the better idea is to push the hockey season out even further. I'd rather the hockey season, like I rather the Stanley cup end like at the end of July, that way there's at no point am I forced to watch baseball? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I don't want to be forced baseball to watch any nine innings of anything. I'd rather watch soccer. I watch baseball in October. Oh. And that's it. But yeah. Here's the thing. I here's the thing. I keep going back to with the strategy, the marketing method that you guys alluded to is that the NFL they put their brand identity into the teams and the guard. The guard is the team of 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 who's playing every Sunday. So they put all their eggs into those baskets with their competitive matchups. With the NBA, you're following stars, and if you don't have stars that are outspoken or this and that, or you know, or um, you know, crazy and wild, that's gonna that's gonna trickle down into the finals. And I feel like they put so much emphasis on player empowerment and and the utility and social media and stuff that if they don't have that going for them in the finals, that's gonna trickle down too. Well, I also I don't disagree with you at all. I don't disagree with you at all. I just think I, I that they could they could try to market it more efficiently. I feel well, like they okay. They don't. They don't. Have to really like like let's not pretend the ratings wouldn't be way better well, if we're talking well, about like Milwaukee or um, Philly or or well, of course because you have more people it's, who are fans of those teams because they live in more. You think there's more areas. Philly uh, more Milwaukee fans than there are Boston fans? Oh no, not anymore. Maybe. Exactly. It's the fact that Giannis is a different type of superstar. Like this is this is it's is, it really comes down Milwaukee to the fact just that drawing the Milwaukee crowd. I mean, right. given Giannis being from Greece, he also brings a big like international. Yeah, he does bring a well. foreign crowd to it. He's not right. lying. Right. But hold on, hold on. To touch to touch back on what Alex was saying real quick. Like, I mean, in small market teams, it's in the NFL, it's the player they market. For instance, Baker Mayfield. I mean, I don't know if they're a big market team, but I know. Cleveland ain't nobody Hold lining up. No, the coach. Cleveland Browns fans are a cult. They don't care who's the quarterback, bro. Yeah, I know. We know uh, <laughs> another, another. But wait, when did they buy that for a chip? Sacramento would have a better You're going to be looking like fanatics. There is a like, small group of Browns fans out here where I live. These people go to the bar every <laughs> Sunday. One dude has a jersey with like duct tape over the back of the name where he just writes the name. Listen, they don't have a quarterback. Browns fans are a cult, bro. <laughs> but I, but I, but I think what happened? Yeah, I think he. Froze. Alex, you, you might have said I your point, it, but he, you cracked out really quick. Uh, he uh, froze. You said it one more no, time. Like I'm saying like because Baker Mayfield got a lot of marketing. The Browns team itself didn't get a lot of marketing. You got. Well, they're the not going to get any marketing this year because they don't want to cover the fact that their quarterback is going to jail for being a yeah. sexual abuser. He's going to jail. <laughs> No, I, wait, I don't know. Maybe. Wait, he won't go to jail, but he won't lose his career. Well, listen, 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 listen. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I'll say that for an NFL podcast. What, what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> only, only unless you're like 
a hot, like the hot superstar, like it, on a big team. That's the only way you are getting the shine. Look at the Steelers. The Steelers, like, like yeah, Juju was getting some commercials, but then Juju wasn't playing. But we don't need Juju to advertise the Steelers. The Steelers is one of the top five most advertised teams. Or like, so like when it comes right. to like merchandising, come on. Yeah, I do but, think but, but the NFL here's, here's is more the thing too for is, the uniform. But here's the thing. The, the NBA only goes as far as its stars go. So the the, the, the stars are replaceable to an extent in the NFL. The, the, the thing keeps on going. No, yeah, that's, exactly. that's 100% true. I, I'm going to end my take on this. Um, I just want to say that I think the NFL, obviously what we all know is that their teams, like the fan bases care more about the teams most of the time, the individual yeah. players. That's, that's now it's fact. the opposite in the NBA. Exactly. I don't think the NBA stuck there. I think if they tried a little bit harder, they could make no care more about the teams and the they stars. But they don't, they no, don't but try, I feel like, they don't even try to do that. No, but I feel like they've hit a plateau for now. No, they haven't. That's what yeah. I feel. I, I mean, because like, marketing, I we're talking like about like we're, manipulating people into wanting to into wanting to do something, watch something, be around something. You can we're try to talk people into caring more about the team than the stars. We're so enthralled. We're so enthralled with players on teams that are just doing so much more than the rest of their no, team, no, how could we not focus on a player? Like It's, it's yeah. all about who's going to join. True, I mean, so but I like watching like Tyree like Hill when Mitchell. he was on the Chiefs, but like if you're a Chiefs fan, you're not suddenly a Dolphins fan now, you're still a Chiefs fan. You might be a Dolphins yeah, fan. you're still a Chiefs fan because but, Patrick Mahomes is there. Like, you wasn't, you wasn't, like, without Patrick Mahomes Tyree, throwing Tyreek the ball, who was Tyreek Hill? It's, it's not, uh, he's still, it's he's not the same. the Hall of Fame public turner. It's not the same though. It's who's pairing up with who, because that's the thing is in the off season, all we do is oval and, and wait over who's pairing with who there's not, there's not a commitment to players in one city and one team like there used to be. And it's not necessarily bad. I think the player empowerment has its, its pros and cons, but this is a natural byproduct of when the, the NBA responds as a brand to embracing that, that process of following its players to wherever city they go and empowering that and using that as their marketing tool. And also, we're in a little more parity than we used to be. Like, like the idea of the big three era seems to kind of have gone by the wayside. So it has a little bit more parity where there's a lot of uh, duos and like semi-duo type of stuff where like in the beginning of the like the the early 2010s, it was like, well, how many big threes are there? Now right. there's like two and a half, three. <laughs> like <laughs> Every right team's now. trying to form a big three now. Right. Like you need a duo. At this point, um, or or like like the best player in the league, you need either. But the, but the lifespan, sorry, but the lifespan. Just to add on to that, Bach, I didn't mean to cut you off. Is the, the lifespan of a lot of these um, these trios and duos is only about four or five years. So right, the, that makes it more over, interesting. It helps you. It helps you cycle through. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's that makes sense for this league because it's how fast things shift. Like like there's a good chance that the Nets end up don't have Katie or Kyrie on their uh, on their roster next year. I would you, laugh and like, laugh and laugh. And you that know what? It will have been story. worth it. Like, for them to have gotten the three of them together, they they very could have easily won a title in the last two years. And if they end up with it, every single team would have done the same thing they did. Every single team would have done the same thing they did. Of course. Like, Maybe it's good for the sport. Another reason like, why these finals, another, you know, just to touch it, back on something, another reason why these finals is lame is because Every good player is fucking injured. Every good player wait, that you would normally wait, see. Not on these teams, though. Uh, on the, in this finals, Kawhi Leonard. Like, oh, you mean? The oh, you playoffs. mean in the you like, mean in the postseason? Like, well, no, I mean, like because a lot of you, them were in it. Who would you and, rather? Who would you rather watch 
in the finals. Well, no that was the I, I made that point. I said if you swapped Boston with literally any of the other Eastern Conference teams, it would have been a different thing. I take Miami Ex- all day, you know. Except Miami. I think Miami might be the only bad answer. No, it's not. <laughs> Jimmy Buckets. Nobody gives a shit. I don't I think that would be the only team where there would be less Rachel well, Nichols let's be clear, if Miami Rachel was Nichols in cares. Boston space, this series would be over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rachel Nichols cares. Okay. Exactly. Yo, one last no, question though. Like, they, like I, we we understand this point. Miami is the wrong answer. They may be the only wrong answer in the wrong. in that statement. Like, there's a lot of wrong answers, but I'm ready for the wrong. next question. Exactly. They would have got swashed. They would yeah. have wept. One final thing before we uh, make our bets, predictions, and previews. The uh, fan reactions, just specifically Boston fans. The fuck Draymond Green, the screaming and all that. You guys make of make anything for that? I mean, clearly they're leading in the series. Do you think that plays a factor in game six for Friday night? Do we th- see the Boston fan show the wrath once and for all where we have Draymond's, what's it, his wife writing out how terrible they are? And I mean, like, you can't fight against the fans. You're never going to win. The fan's going to win for the rest of eternity. What? They're going to say stop because somebody's feelings was hurt. No. So um, do we feel like the fan reaction, especially Boston, means anything or is it just a funny footnote? Unless you've lived under a rock your whole life, you understand (laughs) one thing. When you travel to play sports in Boston, New York or Philadelphia, you have to know that the crowd is crazy as hell. And if you're not ready for that, then I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Oh, wait, can I can I ask something? This is I meant to ask this earlier and I, I just remembered it because of you bossed it. Have you guys seen Hustle? Um the, the Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler movie? movie? Not yet. No. Okay. Um there there's uh first off, it was actually really good. I think uh, Herman and Gomez did a really good job acting. It was just very weird that he was the worst basketball player in the entire movie. Um uh there is a line in it because um Adam Sandler's character is like a scout for the Sixers where he's he's talking about the Philly fans and he goes um you're going to love them. They're the best fans of the world. Actually, they hate everybody. And it was like something along the <laughs> It was a great line. Like you, as if you know anything about Philly sports, as soon as he starts saying that, you're like, this is not where that sentence is going. He's absolutely going to tell you they're going to hate you at some point. Is that true, Desmond? Yo, I born and raised Philadelphia area. Uh, it's rough out here, man. It's rough. Like you <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what to tell people because sometimes I'm embarrassed of these people myself and I'm one of them. Uh, (laughs) But like, no, it's the truth, though. I mean, like. I think it's okay to boo your own team sometimes, sometimes, but we boo our own team too much. People out here are crazy. They uh, I mean, I have high expectations, too, but sometimes expectations are a little bit too high. People out here are wild. Uh, Boston fans seem like a toned down version of us. You know, so I mean, like if if Draymond can handle playing in Boston, he definitely couldn't handle playing in Philly. Uh, so he's lucky the Sixers aren't in the finals. But, you know, knowing our team, we won't get there anyway. So it's kind of a moot point. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously no one wants to hear that stuff, but you can't control 18000 people. So what are you going to do? I mean, Boston has a true home court advantage that they actually have a real fan base, unlike Miami. Um, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah, I'm serious. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, you got to deal with that when you're on the road as a team, but, you know, plenty, of other, plenty of other teams have been able to go into Boston and win championships. So, I mean, they got to figure it out. Warriors just got to figure it out. 
All right. And having said that, let's make these bets. Wait, wait, hold on. Before, before, these these before, uh, last two before, games. What's before, up? Uh, what was the what was the question again? Overall, I'm sorry. This is the fan reaction, and if boss the Boston fan base can make a difference in Game Six, um, maybe for maybe maybe for for Draymond, maybe for the Boston bench. That's the generally like bench players generally play better at home, and I think they went like one for eight yesterday. Um, Pete Pritchard had like three oh three misses, and he he stepped out of bounds on an inbound play, catching the ball. Bro, I did that in like seventh grade one time. I I didn't realize where I was on the court when I caught it on a on an inbound, and I pivoted out of bounds. Like you're a professional basketball player, you shouldn't be doing that shit. Mental <laughs> <laughs> mistakes happen, you know. Like these these things just happen sometimes, you know. I mean, like no matter how practiced you are, why people miss free throws, right? So I mean, like it's it's one of those things where that's just going to happen. But I mean. If we're being honest, I mean, home court advantage does matter. And I think that some of those, I mean, like Clay, Steph, they're not going to be shook by the moment. But like I was saying before, you can't win with just your stars. So like, is the rest of the Warriors cast going to be shook by the moment? Because the Celtics fans going to be out in force and the Celtics are playing in desperation. And you never know when they're just going to turn on the God mode cheat. Like when they just turn on the like the the infinite buckets cheat and where they just can't miss. Yeah, let's, see if, like, let's see if Jalen Brown has grease on his hands like last game because he had also like this is can we talk about this? Like I brought yeah. this up. Like people brought this up. Like their their end game uh um sets are dog shit. Like they're, they're really bad when it comes to running like an, an end of game. Like they don't do two for ones, like they don't know how to run an offense in the last like two minutes. Yeah, this is say, when you have the God mode sheet, sometimes you forget how to just do the simple things. Yeah, exactly. Listen. I mean, but this has like been a consistent problem. Listen, no, it is. Obviously, still forgetting. Guys are still forgetting. Guys are still forgetting. They went to Boston and still picked them one up. Like game two. Like you can't sleep on that simple fact that even if Draymond gets bothered by the crowd, Steph won't. Steph likes the Mango won't. Clay won't. Um, Jordan Poole is probably. gonna. He it's gonna. Yeah, he might. He might get a little rattled. But like you saw in that same game, he woke up. Now, I saw a meme. There's some pretty girls in the crowd, and he switched it up. So <laughs> all my pretty ladies get on the court for game six. You Why would they saying? do that? If anything, like, that's all you need is pretty ladies to make a difference. The winner of game five normally goes on to win like 80-something percent of the time, but I've yeah. seen multiple finals in my lifetime where the game five winner ended up losing the finals. So it's not over yet. Ultimately, Spurs, so that leads us Spurs to our won final. game five. They lost the next hey, two. Hey, hold on. Don't talk seen about the- that. Ray Allen traveled. <laughs> you said that they lost bro. one of these five. I seen the Celtics bro. lose to the Lakers after winning Game Five in 2010. They lost this to the Lakers. Just, in I seven was just going to say that. Yep. Yeah. I so mean, like Kobe was God mode though. though. Kobe is God mode. Like Kobe was not being denied his rings. He had to win those that Game Shaq Six in that ten, a, in that 2010 like finals. The Lakers blew out the. I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit in row three and flash my titties to Jordan Poole and make him off all off kilter. <laughs> so let's let's make these final bets and predictions, guys. Do you think this ends in game six or do we see this going into game seven? And which way do you think it will go? Will it be the Celtics to seven or the Warriors in seven? What do we ultimately think? And um, we'll put some bets out there for the uh, contrary. What do you I guys say? I got ten dollars on Warriors game six. That is six. Who I'll wants to challenge that? Yep, I got that bet. Ten dollars. I talk. This, I'll take the Celtics. 
with okay. Steph, with Steph getting Finals MVP. So Ode, okay, all right, yeah, let's get these bets in. Then I got a real big question. Let's go. <laughs> I got two bets written down now. I'll put them in the chat afterwards. Is mm-hmm. it is it a prop is it a prop that um, that Steph wins MVP? Or you got Wiggins too. Uh, do you want to put that prop bet bars too that Steph will go three for <laughs> I'm not taking that three prop from bet. the who do you three. Think is, wait, who do you think is higher odds to win the MVP right now? Wiggins or Jason Tatum? Do you want me to check? Wiggins. <laughs> no, if, any, if the Celtics came back and won this series. The, yeah, the Celtics came back. If and the Celtics won this series <laughs> in seven, Tatum's not winning the MVP. Jalen Brown is. I was going to say Marcus Smartwood. By the way, Boston's starting out as four point nah, favorites in Game Six. I just want to point that out there. Look, they're, look, they're going to come out. And they're going to be up ten within the first five minutes, or what's they're going to the, lose what, the game. Would you say that? Would you say that? It's, right now, the spread is minus like four for Boston. <laughs> Listen. Boston has lost their first back-to-back game this postseason. Yeah, since since I mean, since we could January throw other random stats out there. Curry since, just no, no, postseason, two hundred thirty-three games streak of making a three-point shot. They lost their first back-to-back game this postseason. They had not lost two games back-to-back this postseason, right? The the Warriors came out answered that. Yes, they blew a sixteen-point lead. In the end, ran it back up. Listen, if we're being fair, that the Celtics tried to lose that game. Yeah, seven. listen. Listen, you could the whole team could turn on God mode, right? And that that takes that takes um one person hitting some threes and someone else making some big plays and da 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 da. Steph is God mode. He just has to get on the court and not Steph have a bad night. He was Helen Keller in Game Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Except he he still what they like. He still. But, but that's the the like why, but that's that's why I don't feel confident with Boston. That's why I would have to take Golden State in Game Six because that's, you had a golden opportunity, no pun intended, to take advantage of Steph missing nine threes, and you turned the ball over eighteen times. Like it kills me, bro. When is he ever gonna miss nine threes again? He literally broke a streak. Uh, well, hold on. Wait, threes. wait. He could absolutely miss nine threes again. The problem is he's going to take like 17 he's and he's going to make the nine threes eight. without making one. <laughs> nine threes without making. He goose egged from the three point line. He hasn't goose egged from the three point line in the playoffs since ever. 2016. Ever. Check that. I know. I'm pretty sure it's ever. Wrong. Um, and he broke, he broke two of his records two, two, two or more two pointers and one three pointer. I mean, two or more three pointers. And in the postseason, and one guaranteed in every single game. Listen, he was off. It was a bad night. Like you said, his ankle might have been nicked because he was on, but then not really. So, like, like he was driving, and his drives were okay. So, I'm I'm putting – I'm locking in my prediction. I got Golden State winning game six. It's over. I also have Golden State winning game six. I took the bet. Uh, I took that $10 bet. So I got Celtics winning game six because I'm going to take Woo! that bet. And who do you have winning game seven? If there's one. <laughs> if you want to make those separate. If you think there's a game seven, you have to have an answer. So when we when we first did this a couple weeks ago, we all sat here and we made our, our initial predictions. The mm-hmm. first thing I said was, I'm taking the Warriors in five, but I think it's actually going to go seven. And I said, <laughs> war- and I said <laughs> Warriors in seven. I, the I think bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, hey. right, right. But I said it's all it's it's recorded. Listen, he was the only one smart enough we to do that. The rest of us were like, "This is five, and it's a wrap." No, I said all this for posterity. Remember that. So I said Warriors and seven back then. I'll say Warriors and seven again. Okay. I actually oh, think it'll. Oh, go you're back to on the Warrior bit. 
Yo, oh, he just doesn't think it's gonna Celtics, end in six. You dropped Celtics the other day, though. You switched the Celtics the other day. He just said it I was playing reverse psychology day. with myself. I really oh. <laughs> listen. Here's my prediction for this game: If Boston does not go up by ten points within the first five minutes, they're gonna lose the game. It doesn't matter. I believe. I believe it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I don't believe, think it is either. But if they don't have at least that cushion, listen, they're not gonna win. I believe Steph is not trying to go back home without the trophy. I believe that, no one's trying here. to go. I believe no one's trying to lose this game. So, I mean, that, that part's irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like, Jason they're all Tatum trying to win his own head. Jason Tatum is in his own head. Um, Andrew Wiggins should be sniffing, like, the high rocks right now because he's up there. Like, he's doing a phenomenal job defensively, and he's doing a decent job offensively, enough where Steph can miss nine three-pointers, and they still win the game. For 17 outside of three shoot shots it's okay he, he's driving and he's doing just fine and maybe the celtics might turn around their free throws because remember that's what that's that's the only reason why Giannis won the finals is because for some strange reason he became money from the three from the free throw line he's what just, do you mean you step up in the big moments listen Giannis, that wasn't even like the most impressive thing he did it's the the fucking deandre eight block mm-hmm <laughs> That yeah, see, that that that's that's, that's, like, going, that's going on the all time real when they show like like magic finals. That's moments. the second best block in, in NFL finals history. Not the first. You no, mean NBA not. finals history? The, 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 the first. Yeah. The first is the LeBron block. The LeBron oh, yeah. block. The third. Iguodala. What a good. Wait, wait, what? When Iguodala blocked LeBron and the, about, the year they won the championship. Tiago Splitter. <laughs> You're never allowed to ever mention that name on the I podcast love Tiago ever Splitter. again. Listen. Please don't ever. I oh my, I hate Tiago Splitter. <laughs> How do you hate Tiago Splitter? I think he's a coach for like. I'm not a Spurs fan. I'm a I'm a Heat fan. I got all reason to hate. If only <laughs> if only this pod was won that ten years earlier. That'd be a funny YouTube debate. The 2014 Spurs beating down the Heat in five games was still one of the best things I've ever seen. I'm so bad. That's literally the only thing the Duncan Dynasty didn't have and was back-to-back final. My head. And the only reason it didn't happen is because Ray Allen traveled and Manu fouled fouled, uh, fucking dirt. Yo, bro, people travel every game. I saw Steph Curry travel like three times last night. Ray traveled on the three. That was the game winner. Who was traveling? Jason Tatum? Um, Jalen Brown, but they both get they was both getting called for they they travels. Jalen Brown travels more than James Plus Harden. Pop has made like one <laughs> coaching mistake, and it was taking out Tim Duncan in that game. The only one. <laughs> uh, we'll leave it at that, gentlemen. Guys, oh, did uh, everyone wait, hit wait. their predictions? One more wait. thing, bars. What's up? One more thing. Uh, if the Celtics do win, who's getting Finals MVP? Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Tatum. Jalen Brown. I got Marcus Smart. Marcus, for what? It's no way. <laughs> I think they'll I, give it to the coach before they give it to Marcus Smart. I got I got Kevin Pritchard. <laughs> oh, if I, you sleeping on Marcus Smart, that's straight. I hate Marcus Smart, but he's made a lot me of too. great he's plays, cost me a lot money. of big threes. Smart guy. It's, it's, it's either Brown or Tatum. And it's that's basically going to become out to which one Tatum, of them. Has. It can't be Tatum when he's like isn't he averaging more points? It can't be Brown when he's traveling and not even scoring twenty in games. It, like it's not going Brown's to be Marcus Smart though, and he's really. It's the only the way it goes. Marcus Smart is if he averages thirty over the next two games. What is what is what is Jason Tatum averaging? It right doesn't now? matter. It's Jason 30. Tatum's team. Jalen Brown's team. 
All right, Jalen Brown. What a time. I will say Jalen Brown has been playing phenomenal. I will say that. Except though. for like last night. Yeah. That's- <laughs> was he five for 15 with five turnovers? You know, my gripe with him. But all right, gentlemen, this has been fun as always. We're going to check in either after a Warriors win or a Celtics win. Hopefully it's not a Celtics win, but it's going to be fun either way. We'll have our goodbyes. Bars the God. Tell us where you, we can find you. You can find me on IG, Insomniacs. Uh, plugged it back in the beginning, but I'll spell it for you one last time. N-S-O-M-N-Y-A-K-Z. <laughs> I have a brain fart. And, you can, and it's the same handle for Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. Always making a nice little hot take. Some people who don't know what they're talking about with sports. Um, and you can find me on TikTok. No sleep to God. N-O-S-L. Three three, P G A W D. All right, Alex Ranelio. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to be at Art Manifestation June 25th at Hartford, the Colt Factory, and then I'm going to be down at Off Main Experience in Stamford, Stamford, Connecticut, in July and uh, July 16th. Ooh, I'll be there. Desmond Price. I'll be there. Desmond Price. I am the host of the podcast Independent Thought. Uh, you can find us on all major uh, podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, whatever people use these days. Uh, we're up basically on Ellen, all of them. Uh, I'm on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Independent Thought. Come check us out. And um, yeah, thanks again for having me on. Of course. By the way, I love your polls. I, I vote every single time. I just hey, love man. the diversity in that. I spent a lot of time on those polls. Thank you for actually showing up. Some people don't. This guy to my right over here, he doesn't show up. So I appreciate you showing up. <laughs> I don't use Instagram. Uh, the only reason I use it is you're on, on Instagram laptop. every day. What are you talking about? <laughs> I no, I only use it on my laptop. Polls. I don't use it on my phone. It's I love it. Like, uh, you are Should literally that... in that group chat every day. Don't That's tell me the only on reason I use it. I just have a tab on So you use it, though. I I that's the it. only reason I, I don't count that as you. Should, should the house have I had this conversation with people earlier. All I use is our group chat for Instagram. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> use it for one more function then. Take out from one to two. Come I vote guess I, could, I, I probably Matt. should. I just, oh, you, of course, man. I, just, phone, so I, I have room for it. Should the house pass this bill? And what's better, Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast? Man, I'm, <laughs> I'm over it. I'm trying out here. Hercules. <laughs> what do you mean? It wasn't an option this time. It wasn't an <laughs> And David Bach, where could we find you? Uh, yeah, I'm Fresh Faces New Ideas. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Fresh Faces New Ideas. You can find me on Twitter at Faces Ideas. You can find me whenever Desmond does a pan- uh, panel show because I'm the co-host for those. Um, we should do another one. Uh, uh, I talk politics. Um, I've been a little busy. Uh, I, I Next coming on um, on Friday. Uh, so this is coming on Thursday, right? Yeah, Friday, Thursday night into Friday. All so. right, so it'll be the day after this drops or the day this drops. Um, I am actually on the, uh, what was the name? Uh, Sound of Life Radio um, uh, with uh, Richard Gazer. I'm the co-host for that. I usually show up on Fridays. Um, that's fun. I get to talk for like a half hour because he just says, okay, whatever you say is right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is generally how you should respond to the things that I say. Um, but yeah, uh, you should check me out. I think next week I'll be, uh, be a little more active. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Excellent shit, stuff, talk, gentlemen. Talk shit. <laughs> that is, that is, you Bro, talk I know politics, like four I talk things shit. and I know them really well. oh man i appreciate you guys all right gentlemen great sports week is ahead 
NBA Finals, U.S. Open, Live Golf Tournament, all that stuff. No, fuck the Let's Live Golf, have... fuck the Saudis. <laughs> <laughs> and I care about with golf that, I care about tennis. And with that, I will see you guys in a couple of days. See ya. It's a good conversation and productive conversation. How about that? Great job, Desmond. Great job, Bars. Great job, Alex and David. You know how much I appreciate you guys. We know how much the audience appreciate. We know how much the audience appreciates each and every single one of you. And that was a lot of fun. Great show. Great job, gentlemen. And can't wait to talk about the end of the finals when it's all said and done. And hopefully game six and possibly game seven doesn't disappoint don't forget to like and subscribe to the productive conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and youtube and don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding the show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media or on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdCovoPod, and we're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So we will be back next week to obviously review the end of the finals. It's going to be a stellar time and a good time with that. And in the end, I just hope we're talking about basketball history. I really, really do. And I have a feeling we will. And if I can hit my same game parlays, either in game six and or game seven, you know, that would mean a lot too. So we will talk about the end of the finals and the end of the postseason next week. And then we will switch gears and get into other productive conversations. And I think you'll really like the next panel that's coming up. I mean, seriously, you are going to like it a lot. I'll leave it at that. Everybody, enjoy your weekend. Happy Father's Day weekend to the incredible fathers and father figures out there. For my dad, Alan Brown, you know how much I love you. You the man. You are my biggest inspiration. And, you know, thank you for leading me in the right direction. All right, everybody. I hope you have an incredible and safe weekend. We will see you next week to talk about the end of the finals. And then we have incredible, incredible content coming to you after that. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family. See ya!